0: welcome everybody we are very excited for this new episode of the to be determined podcast not for much longer i will say um we are joined with the usuals sam cookie H Double, maddie b the trio we've also picked up a fourth person a fourth special guest for this podcast episode today we have martin hunky fredo welcome martin yes sir yes sir in the flesh (laughs) <laughs> in the flesh uh, he wanted to come hang out with us today he is our special guest he's a very um, bright and exciting mind Uh he knows a lot about baseball so I think he wants to talk about baseball for a bit it's our starting topic today so Charles well, we, could, we could today?
1: just we could just submit. we don't really have a set plan this is kind of the first time we're going into this blindfolded I mean we, we kind of have a plan but like we normally are very structured with it so Luckily we have Martin to take uh take the Slack off for us and carry the podcast. But yeah, yeah, yeah we Martin, we didn't even bit. tell you that we're we're or well, maybe I did tell you, I can't remember, but we're changing this podcast from no notes to something classified. We can't say on air yet, but we'll, we'll tell you mm-hmm. off air. But yeah, we're changing mm-hmm. the name and logo doing <clears> a <and the throat> new logo, all that good stuff. So that's what Sam meant by TBD podcast to be determined. So just so you know.
2: It's gonna be the bubble blowing boys podcast. <laughs> the bubble boys, <laughs> The bubble blown boys. Name, Matt campaigned
3: hard for that one. He did. Mm-hmm. Yep, yes, yeah. So, that's me. Matt, I was new. more of a Splatoon Boys, you know. That was Ooh,
0: Splatoon Boys. I'm all for that name too.
1: I think, yeah, we'll just uh go right into baseball. I mean, we could have, I think a good starting topic, the Cubs. Martin, that's your team.
2: Uh, talk yeah. about them a little bit. So we're about what? roughly about a month into the season so far uh, a lot of cool things have happened so far um, it's been kind of weird because uh, the Rays, what they started out was it 13 and0 was it 14 and 14 yeah. uh, and0 and they're just they're the hottest team in baseball right now I don't really understand it uh, because everybody's pretty much platooned on that team um, but they're going off right now Randy Rosarina is holding his uh WBC form uh carrying turbo carrying that team uh I, I think the Rays are actually probably a favorite to win that AL East this year and I know that's kind of crazy to say with the Yankees and all that there um and, and another team that stands out so far which I think is pretty crazy considering they had a really big pitcher who kind of blows that they just kicked to the curb the Diamondbacks I know I know Maddie B's favorite team the Diamondbacks right now they're they are leading they're leading the NL West and they're uh they got a they got a shot. If Maddie if Maddie Bum could have held it together, who knows? The Diamondbacks could have been nuts this this year. But yeah, the Cubs are all right. <clears throat> uh third place in the NL Central right now. We're behind the Pirates and the uh Brewers, which I don't know. We were beating the we're beating the Dodgers here lately this last two weeks pretty easily. So it looks good. I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda hopeful. Maybe not this year, but next year. Maybe we're hopeful for something.
1: What The last episode, we actually talked about the D-backs and Cardinals series. And, you know, Sam went into how the Cardinals had their early struggles so far. And it looks like since that episode, they've lost two more. So they're what? What are they now? Let's see. Eight and 13. Eight and 13. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. We talked about that series because the D-backs beat them 2-1. And so the
2: Cardinals, the Cardinals are just in a weird spot because they've always needed pitching. I mean the fact that Adam Wainwright is still their best pitcher and he's at the ripe age of like 80 years old, like that's not that's not that's not necessarily a good sign. Um, but I mean I don't know. I think uh, I actually wrote something down for this. The I think the cardinal the Cardinals are one of my teams right now that I put at like the top team as like they're not performing well right now. Uh, I said the Cards and the White Sox are both had really good seasons to build off of last year. And then this year they've just kind of like blundered it all away. The Cardinals have like a lack of pitching. And then I think they rely too much on like, uh, what are their names? Nolan Arenado and Goldschmidt. I think they rely too much on them to win games. And that worked really well last year since they were both like MVP caliber one and two. Uh, But it doesn't happen every year like that. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. Also, Jack Flaherty has just completely fallen off the face of this earth. Unfortunately, I really liked watching him play, even though he's a Cardinals player. But he is deceased Yeah, his career. He he was definitely uh, poised to be the guy
0: when he got called up to start, but he hasn't looked great at all. Um, At the start of the season, last season, he was somewhat injured. He was mostly injured for most of the season. And then uh, the time that he was able to start, it was pretty lackluster. So, uh, like Martin said, our greatest guy in our rotation is 42. I think cutting 43, it's pretty bad. I think it's time for Waino to go. As much as I love him too, I I don't think he has got much left in the tank.
2: Definitely not.
1: Did you, Martin? Um, did you expect the Cubs to have this good of a start? To be honest, because I remember you telling all kind of offseason when we would just chat how buns the Cubs were going to be this year.
2: Um. Well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I think I think they're kind of going through a honeymoon phase right now. I mean, Cody Ballinger's on his on, on a one year on a one-year deal right now. So this year he has to play well or else he's not really gonna get the contract he's been wanting. So I think Cody Bellinger will end up having a really good year. And I think all the other pieces that we picked up, I think we'll have a decent year. I mean, I'm not expecting like to win the central, or I'm not really expecting to like win any wild card either, but as long as we can build off of last year. That's a win. I don't really care. Yeah, it's a win for me.
3: Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here though, Cubs fans are still reliving 2016 over oh, and over definitely. again. So
2: but dude, if you if you look at the guys that we lost from the 2016 team, the only people that are still doing like the only the only one person that's still doing decent is Kyle Shorbert. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, well, I mean Wilson Contreras too, but I mean Wilson, even Wilson Contreras, like on the Cardinals, they're having the Cardinals are having a bad yeah. year, so it doesn't matter how good Wilson is if the whole team yeah. is bad. But he's, he's I mean, not actually. Baez, Baez was benched, obviously because of that really bad play that he had. Uh, Chris Bryant, I think he hasn't really been playing lately because of his back, like back tightness, and that was like a really bad issue all last year too. Uh, Anthony Rizzo's killing it, but I mean, he's splitting time at first base in New York. So it's like, how well can you really do with that? But I mean, you guys can definitely have Contreras back. He's not been that great for the Cardinals. No, anymore. no, I'm OK. I'm OK. Uh, That's all you. I, I don't know if we want him. I think, I I think like, St. Louis can keep him. They're they're the dummies that pay too so, much for him uh, anyways.
0: I don't know. We, yeah, we're definitely at like a weird standstill at the cap, catcher position. I don't think Contreras is it. Um, we do have a really young guy that went up in our farm system, Andrew Kisner. He's another catcher that we have, but he is doo-doo. He cannot hit for anything.
2: He's, he's he stinks, he, stinks.
0: he just stinks. Um Lane, I believe his name is Lane Thomas. Um, we had him on our roster a couple of years ago. We traded him to the nationals. I think he's still on the nationals. He's actually balling for them,
2: though. We need him back. Evan Carson. I don't County. know. I think in general, like for Wilson Contreras, so I think he's a good catcher and he will be a good catcher. He will be a gr- a better offensive catcher than Yachty ever was, but I mean, there's there's no replacing Yachty. so there's there's never gonna be there's never gonna be anyone good enough to be back behind the plate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Part of that is just accepting,
1: just Dis- acceptance, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Martin, this was something else you would. Had- you brought up the thing I want to talk about which you know which major free agent science you think have worked out really well so far and which
2: haven't worked out dude let me tell you so the last time we did this podcast and we were talking about baseball like uh, before the season started last year I completely dogged on the Rangers I told them that they were so stupid for signing Simeon and uh, Seeger at the same time spending, $500 million on a, on, a, on a middle infield that was going to give them absolutely nothing. Uh, but then, you know, this year during free agency, they went out and they literally did exactly what they should have done. They grabbed three pitchers from the free agency. They grabbed Jacob DeGrom on a five year 185 million. They got Yovalde on a two year 34 mil. And they also got Andrew Keeney, which like, those are insane, but those guys are a heck of a lot better than the guys that they had in their pitching rotation last year. I think I think that, that that's pretty huge. I think those three signings alone, they're not major, but I think those three will probably be the ones that shake up the MLB the most. Um, and then, obviously, Aaron Judge's nine-year 360 mil. Jesus, man, that's a lot of money. But, man, I don't know anyone else that deserves it more than that guy, especially after last year. Um and then the uh another free agency, the the marvelous misadventures of Carlos Correa. Starting <laughs> off in uh what was that? He started off with the Giants on like a yeah. 270 mil, I think it was. And then there was a I, I think it was it the Mets after that for like two forty, and then now he's back with the twins. The twins, the twins. 200. yeah, two
0: hundred in passes physicals. Yeah, because
2: which the- kind of which which kind of kind of blows, but at the same time, like I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's there's probably a lot that we don't know about what's going on with Korea. Like, I don't really understand what the twins were. They probably know a lot more than we do. Signing him back, but it leaves a lot to explain. Like, why didn't he pass his
2: physicals? You know, there might be some like underlying injury with him. Yeah, well, I think I think what they said was there's like a there's a plate in his ankle or something like that, and that was just a cause for concern because it was like they didn't want to. You don't want to shell out like 300 million dollars for a guy that, you know, if he takes a bad hit to the ankle or something like that he's going to be gone for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, far yeah. it's so
0: far it's worked out for him though. I mean them and that Jilly Gallo signing in the offseason it's kind of worked out.
2: So good to see. Oh you. yeah, yeah. And the, the the Twins are always going to be nuts anyways. I mean they kind of have a not nuts, but they're going to be a pretty good team just cuz they kind of have an easy division to farm. Oh yeah, definitely. Hopefully, they can put it together this year. Very much an easy
0: division.
1: Sam or Matt, do you have any free agent signings that you want to
3: address? Mm. <laughs> I can tell you a disappointing one. Yeah, let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, four years ago, we signed Mason Bumgarner, and he's one of <laughs> cheats. Oh my gosh, Matt is you already addressed that. <laughs> We what? We've already addressed him enough on this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't think we have, because let me tell you what. His ERA is freaking 10.26 in, like, was it three starts, four starts? Mm-hmm. Bro, that's earned run average. I was every time you step on the mound, that's what you're giving up. He's giving up 10 freaking runs, and somehow the Diamondbacks have come back and won some of his games, which, honestly, don't know how. But, like, he's, like, he just is not the same mad bone in San Francisco. And like when we signed him, I was kind of like, Oh, like this will be cool. But how is this? It didn't get me as hyped as like when Zach Granke came from the Dodgers. Cause at least Zach Granke was what, like 20, 28, 29, I think whenever he came over from the Dodgers. So he was still like in his prime, you know, um, was, I believe when mad Bone came over. Cause he's what? 36. Now I think he, he was like 31, 32. And I decided, oh, we'll give you five years, you know, however millions of dollars. And I'm just like, okay, we already like a smaller market team, which I don't understand because Phoenix is like one of the biggest cities in the US, so like top 10. So I don't understand how Phoenix is always like a small market team, but whatever. Um, but we're like, okay, yeah, we'll do this. And now we have to eat $34 million in like payroll to pay Mad Bum. So to me, I'm like, ah. Oh, this sucks, but at the same time, it does leave a hole open for like one of our like top pitching prospects to come in. I know Drew Jameson has been pitching and he's been really good. Um, and then I think it's like Brandon Paffold or something like that. He's supposed to be another pitching prospect that's supposed to come up. So he might come up earlier just because of um, just because of Mad Bum. And honestly, I just have to put the down box right now. They're kind of playing with house money like like we're definitely like i think a fringe wildcard team you know like we're kind of sneaky fast all that kind of stuff our payroll is like super nice like we don't really have like too many like big signings like i know we signed corbin carroll for like i think it's like 10 years like 111 million dollars which through the first what 20 games looks like a like a steal pretty much because you know I think he'll be probably one of the best players in the MLB within the next two to f- two to four years, I think. Um, but, yeah, that's probably my worst creation signing. Now, but when it comes to, like, just signings in general and stuff, I really do like our trade that we did with the um, – I believe it was the Mariners. We sent Dalton Varsho to the um, – Mariners and we got Gabriel Moreno and uh I think Guerrero Jr. Guerrero Jr. or whatever, Gerardo Jr. or whatever. And so far both of those guys have been like really good hitting cap uh obviously catcher were totally fine. We have Carson Kelly and him, so unlike the Cardinals, like we're stacked, which you know it's always good to Listen, take Jally, from that's the Cardinals. All, that's
2: old that's old old famous name.
3: <laughs> I know they would say I Carson Kelly right now. Um and so, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy with that. But, yeah, no, I think worst free agent signing, for sure, Mad Bum. This year, I think it's too early to tell because we're only, like, 20 games in. Now, if you ask me, like, I don't know, halfway through the season, then we can. But I feel like you can't really tell if a free agent signing is bad or worse unless, like, it's been, like, two or three years. Because then they have, like, time to kind of prove it, you know? So that's why I'm going to go. I'm going with an older free agent signing. And Mad Bum is freaking cheeks. I love the guy he's Chiefs.
2: Oh, I mean, we could say uh, maybe Sugar Sugar Diaz, his contract extension, I guess, could have been the worst, just because he hurt That's himself true. before the season even started. So, oh
0: yeah, unfortunately, that sucks for MLB. I think too. Matt, yeah. I will We're say, about, about oh, yeah, you go, Sam. I'm talking about Edwin Diaz, right? Yeah. Oh, he celebrated and tore his ACL in the Baseball Classic. Yeah, he's a dummy for that, but what, whatever, dude. I mean, that's that's part of the game, you know. But I I'm a I'm a, I'm a
2: I'm a I'm a Bears fan. I lost two of my uh, linemen one year to celebrating after sacks, so I understand for sure. For sure. injuries <laughs> after celebrating. Yeah, put them up with the, the Lions making
0: dumb decisions. Mm. Yeah,
1: hey, uh, that was that could have been a transition, well, but I think we got a little more baseball still. Uh, yeah. You have some baseball. I, I, I was, was gonna to say this. though, you know, because this will this ties in well to the next topic, but you know, Mad Bum, I feel like we all kind of remember him still for that dominant world series against the royals and i think that's ever since then i i would say he hasn't been nearly as good but that's kind of like kept him afloat you know and maybe got him helped him get that nice contract from the d-backs you know when he really didn't deserve it because of how dominant that performance was in the world series how he just shut the royals out won won the giants the world series but
3: yeah that i mean oh. i mean mad bum won in 10 12 and 14 you know, so yeah, that helps too. So, I just, I just remember that 2014 one. Those.
1: That 2014 one, he was just unreal. I mean, he just killed the Royals. They couldn't hit on him very well at
3: all. I mean, if we're going to be all nostalgic, though, like Tim Lincecum and Mad Bum, kind of a nasty one-two punch, you know? And mm-hmm. I freaking hated being in that NOS with Tim Lincecum. Like, think about it. At one point, you had Tim Lincecum and Mad Bum. Then you had Clayton Kershaw and Zach Grinky. Like, there's our four pitchers that you would say are probably like in the past 20 years, probably, I don't know, top 20, top 25, at least in my book. Granted, I'm more of an NOS guy, so I follow them more. But like, everyone won Clay. Everyone probably would still love Clayton Kershaw. Then you have Zach Granke, who just plays mind game, is the biggest troll ever, but is like super good. And then you have Tim come with his flow, intimidating. Love the man. And you have Mad Bum, like, I don't know. For me, it's just like I do feel like the Diamondbacks were paying a price on, like, the history aspect. Like, oh, you've been there, so we want you, you know? And I think they did it because, like, oh, we got Zach Grinke kind of like the same way, like kind of like tail, like tail end of his career. But the two were very different when it came to playing for Diamondbacks.
2: Yeah. I think, I think he's a really good postseason pitcher. I think he's always been a really, like, mid-regular season pitcher, Matty Bub, at least. But Yeah, like I
1: said, I think that, that postseason value just had so much weight that came with him that made him, you know, maybe look better than he really ever has yeah. as a pitcher. But, yeah, I was going to say because, you know, he had that dominant World Series performance. And speaking of the World Series, Martin, I'll start with you. Early World Series predictions for this upcoming year.
2: World Series predictions for this year. Uh, Jesus, man. Um, I mean – I think you, you got to hope that the Padres make it on the ML side. And I, honest to God, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, uh, a Padres and Yankees or, like, a, maybe a Padres and Rangers World Series. I don't know if the Rangers can do it, especially with so many new pieces in their pitching rotation. But if the Rangers can make it click, I would love to see the Rangers in the World Series again. What do you got, Sam? Um. God, I don't know. It's definitely tough.
0: World Series positions are way too early, I think, especially before the All-Star break. Um, mm-hmm. Just when the trade deadline happens, I think that's when you can get a more solid idea. Um, I think mostly this year I'm rooting for most of the same teams that I love. Um, The Orioles have been great. They've had a fantastic start to the season, like, a lot like the Rangers. I always want to try to root for them. I always want to see the Angels make it through, too shohei and mike trout they they absolutely deserve a way better team and that's going to really suck this offseason if shohei just walks away from them um i love the mariners a lot too um i think with the little postseason treat that they gave us last season uh left room for a lot to be had still it was a really big step for them um being a decade since they've even been to a postseason but um on the AL side, I probably have to give it to the Orioles. They probably have the brightest young team looking so far. Um, they can probably be led by Adley Rushman alone. He's looked like an absolute stud so far. Um, as for the National League, I it's too early to tell. I definitely don't think this is the Cardinals' year. Um, as much as I want the Padres or the, like the Mets to make it I have a post po- a deep postseason run too. Um, I'd probably have to give it to the Pirates. Um, I really have faith uh, in this really young team, just like the Orioles. And whenever they have O'Neill Cruz coming back, uh, Martin, like you talked about, really dumb injuries happening. O'Neill Cruz is one of them, too. He made a dumb oh, yeah. slide. I think whenever he comes back, though, they're probably going to make a deep run, too. And that'll be awesome to see. So, Pirates, Orioles. Wait, so I don't. So, you're that.
3: saying your prediction is Orioles, Pirates as of right now?
0: Yeah, as of right now. Well, I mean, that's definitely a that real... Empire,
3: that could probably that's, be a real quite, cheap bet probably, right man, now, Sam. A
0: man can dream a little bit,
3: yeah. That could be a yeah, cheap hey, bet, yeah. Hey, unlike the Lions, you can bet on that.
0: That is true. <laughs> that actually does make for a good transition, too.
3: But well, I whoa. Well, did, well, yeah, my didn't stuff, you want Matt?
0: Oh, my
1: gosh. You don't want Matt to give his predictions, Sam? Is that what we're...
0: No, no, no. I just said Matt should give his predictions. Okay. What's your prediction, Matt?
3: <laughs> That's not what I what I heard. I just heard. Oh, we should transition. Which honestly, Sam, shame on you.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I understand. Yeah, Matt, you give your prediction.
3: Show off and show out. I, I'm so and, excited you know, to talk about the Lions, Matthew.
2: It. Matthew's a seasoned veteran at this podcast thing. Okay, Sam, so you just yeah, shut up and know. sit down. He's and been, I, Sam's I been
1: disrespecting Matt's
3: baseball knowledge. To be honest, I can't be
2: disrespecting my elders. No, no, no. Yeah,
3: no disrespect. Bro, You know, here's the thing. Everyone says my baseball knowledge is good, Sam and Martin. And you know what? So far, I've been holding my own. So, you know what? Sometimes I can surprise boys. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you're you're Matt.
3: You always hold your own in anything that we do. Uh, True, true. Well, when it comes to World Series predictions, that actually will probably happen. Um, Of course, the Diamondbacks are going to make the World Series. No, just kidding. That's (laughs) not happening. Yeah. uh, if only it was 2001. Ugh. Anyways, it still could. Um, happen. It's okay. You're right. It could happen just like I could get a million dollars tomorrow, but it won't. Um, sure. I think I like Sam's point in Martin's. I do think the two deepest teams in the NL right now are Padres and Mets. And with the Dodgers looking like they are, and honestly, I feel like the Dodgers you see now, How the Dodgers are going to get, like, after the All Star break, like, because you can get their pitching and who they have, like, they're obviously not as deep as a team as they were last year. Um, and so for for me, I think this is a part where um the Padres can really separate themselves, like, in the standings. So you know, later on, they don't they can have a little bit more wiggle room. So, for me, I would definitely say the Padres, I think, for me, are probably the favorites to go to the World Series. And not because they're – I mean, obviously, right now, they're not winning the NL West like the Diamondbacks are. But, I mean, they just got Tatis back. They have Bogaretts. I I mean, they just have a loaded lineup. And then their starting pitching, like, isn't really that bad. Like, I would say it's pretty good. Like, you know, like, you Darvish has looked pretty decent. And, couple, and Blake Snell has been decent. Uh, Um, he just has to, like, get kind of back to, like, vintage, like, snow, you know? Um, But, yeah, I would say for me, NL is Padres. And then for the AL, I feel like the AL is pretty weak this year when it comes to, like, good teams. Like, I think there's a lot of, like, great teams. There's a lot of good teams, but there's not a lot of great teams. Like, in years past, you know, the Astros have been a great team. Or a couple of those Yankees teams have been a great team. I don't think there's a great team. In the AL. I think there's good teams, and I think that's why San's traditional like the Orioles. Honestly, it sounds kind of weird because the Orioles have been trashed for like ever, but like they're not a bad team. Like they're a good team, and since all the other teams are good teams, like they could totally win a couple series. You know, kind of have all that kind of stuff. Um, but when looking at it though, I feel like, and I know this is like I I might be bandwagon guy, but I don't really care. I think a Rays-Padres World Series would be cool. Um, You have, you know, big market in San Diego, all the stars. Then you have the Rays, who honestly, for the past, I would say, probably eight years, each time, like, oh, they have a small payroll. They can't do this. They can't do that. And then it's like, oh, that's okay. Whatever. We'll just win the division. And you're just like, what the? Like, okay. Like, whatever. Like, honestly, if I was a betting man, I should have bet on the Rays. Like, I don't know. Like all the time because they just keep saying, you know what, eh, it's okay. Whatever. We'll win you money if you bet on us. And it's like, okay. So for me, I think as of right now, like if, if the playoffs had to start like a month from now, I would say it'd be Padres and Rays as my world series kind of what I think could happen and probably what should happen.
2: I think the, I think the Rays too, are like they're, they're one of those teams that they always seem to make the right the right like winning streak or the right run at the right time. So it's like, I mean, they've they've already proven that they can make it to the World Series, right? I mean, granted, it was COVID year and it was a shortened season, but I mean they've they've proven that they can beat those teams. And they've proven that they can get there. So I mean it, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Randy Rosarina to win a to win a ring, a ring that he could never get with St. Louis.
0: Man, yeah, as a as
2: a pinch as a pinch runner, we've, we've definitely all-star. we've definitely made
0: some wrong decisions. The Cardinals could easily be contenders this year too. Not to even be biased, but we've made some awful trades, getting rid of Reina, Carson Kelly too, uh, Sandy Alcantara, the easy Cy Young of the A or the NL last year. It's kind of ridiculous taking back on it, but oh well, we'll we'll stick with our forty-two year old geezer. I mean, it's
3: okay, Sam. At least you didn't trade, you know, Dansby Swanson and picks for Shelby Miller, you know?
0: That is true. (laughs) That is even worse.
3: Yeah, so definitely probably, I would say probably top five worst trades like ever. And I was, I remember where I was when that trade went down. I was in Springfield, Missouri, taking a number two, a deuce, and (laughs) I wanted to die. I was like, bro, you just drafted this guy. He's gonna be so good, and then we get fetching Shelby Miller. I was like, bro, no one wants that. Like, there's a reason why the Cardinals said see ya and traded him to Atlanta. But hey, good for Dansby. He won a ring. Happy form next with the Cubs, and he's he's been balling out for you guys. So, I mean, granted, like we, the thing is, like just think about that infield. You have to tell Marte at second, Dansby at shortstop, Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, like.
0: What is a good
3: young core, yeah. but nope. We said, Shelby Miller, you're our guy. And then he was out in like two years.
0: There's all that, and then imagine a 2014 Mad Bomb in that rotation. That is a team <sighs> to beat.
3: That, that could have been the team to beat. That would be the if team only, to be. If
1: only. <laughs> if only, yeah. Matt's talking about the Dimebacks more than Sam's talking about the Cardinals, which honestly shocks me a little bit.
3: We haven't been good in like five years Okay. It's, like... Yeah,
0: it's it, as I was saying, the expectations year after year for a, a huge market team like the Cardinals or even the Yankees are always high, and they perform pretty solidly. But it's been a streak of a few years now since at least twenty fifteen since we've done good, but not great. You know, so I'm kind of I'm kind of in a little funk. You know, the team isn't looking that great for future. Good. This is the first time in a while. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I mean, like, yeah, like, what I love to talk about, Randy Johnson and Curt Schilling and the glory days with Luis Gonzalez and Diamondbacks. of course, everyone would. But, you know, that was 2001. Like, I was, like, freaking almost four years old. Like, we haven't, like, made, like, we haven't had, like, a great playoff, like, kind of run. Probably since, like, when I went on my mission in 2017, we lost to the Dodgers team. That made it to, the, you know, they made it to the World Series with the Astros, you know. And I do have to say that the Dodgers and... Dynamax series, I grant that was on my mission, but I kind of followed it. That was a great series. And like it sucks that like they had to play each other like first round. Like I think that could have been a second round or even like you know, National League, you know, pennant, you know, type type series. But that was with, you know, we had Granky and, and uh JD Martinez and Goldschmidt. You know, we we had the boys. And then since then we've had nothing. And now we have a new generation of boys, you know.
0: A new generation of boys. Well said.
3: Of dogs, sorry, of dogs. Dogs
0: got that dog in them. But yes, sir. I, I really don't believe the Cardinals have had a really great deep postseason run until back in even 2013. I know it's not even that long ago, but it's it felt like a long time. I wasn't even the biggest Cardinals fan back in 2013. I was 15. I had no clue what I was doing. And I don't, the closest we've been to that was 2019 when, when we made the NLCS. But we got swept that series and we had no reason beating the Braves. Um, I remember, I believe it was uh, game seven when Martin was actually over. We were watching that Cardinals game against the Braves and dude. they put up like an 11th spot in the first inning. It's like, Jesus, dude. That
3: game was crazy.
0: That was crazy. But yeah, no. Oh. That, that season in 2013.
3: 2013, that was Red Sox and Cardinals, right? For World Series.
0: Yeah.
3: I was at game game four. Were you really? Wow. I was. That's
0: awesome. What what were you doing in like Boston then? Because I imagine I wasn't. It was I
3: was it was in um it was, it was in St. St. Louis, bro. You assumed that oh, uh, he was in Boston? Well, that's man, what I imagine. When it's in St. Louis. <laughs> that's what
0: Noted this is also the same
2: guy that's a huge
0: Patriots fan too. So why <laughs> See, take I mean, why I'm, take
2: the four hour drive to St. Louis when you can just hop on the plane You and you get just hop on the plane and fight a plane in a Boston?
3: I like how Sam just assumes, bro, what are you doing in Boston? It's like, oh bro, it's October, I got school. I, I automatically assumed. <laughs>
0: I did want to, yeah, as when, well and,
3: as and Sam. Sam, when have I ever talked about Boston Red Sox baseball?
0: Not not Red Sox baseball, but I meant more like Patriots. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, here's the thing. If the Patriots won the World Series, of course, I'd hop on the plane and go watch. But would go it oh, would never happen. That.
0: Okay. So, I, wasn't, I yeah. wasn't
3: too far off of my prediction, then. Yeah, yeah. You weren't too far off. If Patriots were in, I would definitely go to Boston for World Series, for sure, 100%. Good. I was going to say, though, same That game was good, though. though. So, it is a fun experience. But, yeah, I think our middle school years, that was the last I remember the Cardinals making, like, deep runs. Like, 2007, when you guys beat the, the Tigers, and then from like that, that was 2000, like 11, 12, 13, you guys were all you made the World Series in 11 and 13. And I think you were were you NLCS in 2012 and lost the Giants? I think so. Yeah, we so actually, yeah, we
0: um, no, that was 2014, but well, well,
3: 2012 and 14, you would have lost the Giants because they won the World Series. Yeah,
0: a lot of really good postseason runs, but yeah, we were all in middle school, so it
2: it would it came and went. I'll say that.
1: I was going to say, though, Sam... is being a middle
2: school, so we were concerned about how far they could hit the ball, not how many games they could win. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: going to I say, I worried about playing the, the touch football, kickball in recess, you know? Yeah,
0: playing four square.
3: I just want to see how many times you can interrupt Charles. I think that that should be
0: fun. Yeah, I was going to say I feel bad for Charles now. Charles, you had the floor. Okay, so... Yeah. Anyway, so well, yeah, Sam, yeah. I was going to say uh
1: well, being a Cardinals fan, yeah, that, that felt like a while, but hey, I'm glad you guys got your what you want to say in, but I was going to say as well what's kind of probably frustrating is like the Cardinals, you know, like they've been good like you said, but not really great, and it seems, you know, they haven't had a losing season since what, what was it? Again, 2007. 7. And it's like they always kind of bring you in you know like the cheese is there they kind of nibble at it and then like you kind of sneak into the postseason or you have like late season run that gets you somewhere and then you just fall flat on your face mm-hmm. so I, I feel feel for that because that's been the theme like yeah. the last like five years with them I swear yeah,
2: like I remember was it was at
1: 2019 and they were like not good and then they just got extremely but, hot and yeah, like won like feel, insane amount of games real. to end the year and then I think they missed the playoffs by like a game or something so just got your hopes up for no reason. Yeah,
0: no, that didn't even feel real. We but, had no, we had no reason to barely even be in that postseason. This was before Arenado, uh, Goldie was pretty fresh in the Cardinals still. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of a fluke season, I think. I think the Cardinals are just a fluke in general. A lot of yeah, a lot of broken promises.
1: But yeah, okay. We uh, think we're we good on MLB.
2: Sam, uh, Sam, Sam's talking like that and his team's only been bad for like five years. My team was bad for a hundred years. You weren't and even a six. I never. I, weren't never a I, movies I, movies. I, I never talk about my cubbies like that. That's crazy, man. Okay, That's
3: crazy. But the thing know. is, is the Cardinals aren't even that bad because they've still finished over 500. You know what's awesome? And I hope to this day, tears <laughs> in a row, Diamondbacks finish 81-81. You try to do that. You can't. Best organization in baseball. The Kings have mid. and even <laughs> Martin see. Martin brought it up. I think this Cardinals team could definitely
1: get hot and make a run. Honestly, so like you shouldn't really be complaining. They've got a lot of talent still on offense. Oh yeah, I
2: can't. Dude, I they can't have do they play. have a boatload of prospects too. So it's like even even if they're even if they feel like they're in a win now situation with the team that they have, they have the prospects to go out there at the deadline and and get some insane pitchers.
0: We do, yeah. Um, not that I'm totally out of this Cardinals team, but a lot has to be done um, before the trade before the trade deadline hits, and before then, I would have a little bit lower hopes as a Cardinals fan. Expectations are high, definitely, and we have a lot to work on. Uh, Jordan Walker, I absolutely love him. I always bring it up every time we talk about baseball. He will probably pick it up later in the season. So,
1: there's a Cardinals fans, shake my head. This is what Cardinals fans are like. So I, I'm not a fan. They're oh, okay. they don't realize when their team, you know, they still got good teams. They're just like, no, you know, we, nothing,
0: nothing. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah,
1: they, they they complain about everything.
3: <laughs> hey hey, and I'm, you have the Diamondbacks fan over here that's excited about 81 81. I'm just like, yeah, let's go.
0: I'm just saying, at least I'm not a fan that that gets excited over signing like a 36 year old Madvum. He's way over his head.
3: Oh whoa. whoa, I never got excited.
0: I, I think I think D-Backs fans were a little
2: excited when you guys first signed him. Oh, yeah, in the beginning, but, yeah, because Matty Bum was a big deal whenever he's his first year. Oh, he's a very big deal, yeah. Yeah, well, and actually his first
3: year he wasn't bad. I think his ERA was, like, what, like a 3-5 or something like that, like, which wasn't bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But, you know, when you're in the battle of the sun, there's not much to get excited about. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: there's, – There's just the sun. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's just the sun. There's just Z- the sun. Suns also.
3: Buck and like, Katie looking kind of nasty.
1: This but play, uh, we lie. didn't really, we didn't really have basketball on the, the agenda. We had football on no, the agenda we though.
0: We did have a little football in the agenda. And Speaking of
1: football, because Sam loves Detroit... when NFL players make dumb decisions. Well,
0: I I do. I always love to have it happen. But um, I think the star of the headlines that we have to talk about. I let Matt talk about it a little bit because he's a big gambling man. I think he might. Oh yeah. First.
3: I feel like um, I feel like Jamison Williams and Quentin Tevis. I think they've been listening to our podcast, our gambling section, bro.
0: They They
3: might have. I think. Have. I, I think we're the ones that did them in, honestly.
0: They They took I some inspiration like, from you from your little betting segment. Yeah, so I'll but take you, I'll you take some fun. blame on
3: that. I'm going to put pen to paper. I'm going to write Roger Goodell telling it's my fault, and I'm sorry. So hopefully he accepts it, um, you know. You know, he he seems like a very, you know, reasonable man. I mean, you know. Oh, very much so. He gave a lot of suspensions to TB12 for deflated balls, which didn't make sense. But, you know, he's, he's a reasonable man, and we love Roger Goodell, you know. Yeah. And the should we trust,
0: you know. He's actually going to be a few hours away from most of us in a couple of days for the draft. That is true. So, might have to drive up and say hello to him.
3: Go like, <laughs> up there and shake his hand. You might have to hand deliver the letter and say, hey, because of our podcast, we force them to make these decisions. Like, give yeah. us a special yes, exactly. right. oh, You right. know,
0: we, we were being a bad influence. I'm sorry, Roger. Please ban us. me we next time. Not Quintess. Exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. Don't yeah. deserve it.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, um, Quintez Cephas, Jamison Williams were the two bigger names. I believe it was an O-lineman on the Lions, too, that got banned indefinitely for...
1: Betting. It's only
3: for a year, first Cephas in the O-lineman. No, there
1: wasn't an O-lineman, I don't think. I'm pretty sure it was,
3: well, no, a, safety. A, safety. It was a safety.
0: Oh, a safety. Okay. Yes. I'm pretty and sure... And then two wide
1: receivers for the Lions. Yeah. And then, or three, technically. Yeah, three wide receivers and a safety. Yeah, that's what it was.
0: I don't really know who, but um, I know I think a couple were banned indefinitely because they were betting on NFL games. And some of the other players were betting on like college games and other sports. Mm-hmm. So they were only banned for like what a year. So no, six weird... no, six. Yeah, oh,
1: six. Okay. Jameson Williams and Stanley Berry Hill, six games, but it was not NFL. But I know there's rumors. I don't know if it's official what they were betting on. But it wasn't
3: mm-hmm. the NFL. That's all we know. So and the other guys, it was, college, it, it was college games, but they said that they were betting from like the Lions facility, so therefore that's why they got, yeah, like the suspension okay, that way. Okay, yeah. That's but here's my thing, and this is where I go back, and i this also going back to baseball. But Pete Rose used to bet on games, but he bet on his games for his team to win. My thing is this: if you're betting on your team to win. I don't see the problem with it. Like, you want your team to win. Like, why not earn some extra cash? You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> but I think, okay. I think I think the problem okay, that yeah. they see though is I think if, is if you're if you're willing to bet on yourself winning, you'd also be willing to bet on yourself losing. Because if you're if not you're betting dog. on yourself, if you're betting on yourself anyways, then you already have that gambling problem. And, yeah, I think that's what you the, know they say.
3: With the contracts and everything bound yourself. That's what they're doing. Hey, they're putting, they're practicing what they're preaching, isn't that right, Charles? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I think I think I was, like, sorry, I I was, was reading like, something like that. I think it's <laughs> I like
2: Athens, you I think I athletes think, they should be able to like bet on games like within their sport and stuff like that. But I feel like they yeah. should never be able to bet on things that have to do with them. I guess like their games or bet on games of like teams in their division.
3: So the question, do you think that the betting rules should change? Do you think they should be able to bet on, like, MLB games or NBA games or something like that? Oh, or... oh
2: definitely. I definitely. Don't,
3: yeah, I don't think that would really be an issue in my eyes. So then my thing is the college sports one, right? They said it's college football. It's because of, like, they were placing bets at the Lions facility, correct? Like, that's the reason why they got the six-game suspension.
1: I, Well, yeah, and I know that some staffers of the Lions were fired too, so that might have been with them doing it. You know, they would yeah. they, they could have been with the players when they were doing these bets because they got fired last month for violating the gambling policy, so.
2: Could have been, like, know? yeah. I yeah. guess, like, personnel, personnel was, like, swaying them to bet for certain games, stuff like that, maybe. And they all did it, yeah, at the facility, I guess.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know if that was exactly why. It very well could be. If it is, that's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird if it was because they were at the facility that they got that sixth game.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, suspension. Well, yeah. for, for those players that got the six game suspension, they should just double it. Just try to see if they can double it. I mean, they're they're already gambling, right? They should just see du- they double work. it and give it to the next person. Yeah, double it and give it to the next person, you know? Go all or <laughs> double, and, double it and give it to Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff didn't do anything wrong. No, don't <laughs> put hate on Jared Goff's name. He's the golden child.
3: I do think it's a little, Dude, though. Sam would trade yeah, Patrick Mahomes so. for Jared Goff any day. I absolutely <laughs> would. Wouldn't you, Sam? I, I, am
0: just saying. I'm just saying. There's no better person I could think of in this world that could hold the play card
3: for Mahomes than Jared Goff. No, he's no, like, no, no, no. I'm saying. I'm saying. You're trading Patrick Miles for Goff. Oh, we he's wouldn't. We child. wouldn't
0: trade him. We wouldn't trade him. Definitely not.
3: Wait. So you're going back on him being the golden child?
0: Well, no. Goff is still the golden
3: child, though. Mahomes is just really good at football. So he's not as good. If he's not the golden child. No, he's not as good. At holding so why wouldn't you trade Mahomes
0: well, for Goff? At holding a clipboard, though. Mahomes is very good at throwing football. He's way better than Jared Goff, but he's not as good as holding a clipboard as Jared Goff
2: is. Who's who's the Chief's new backup quarterback, quarterback? Didn't they just sign one? Yeah, they did. Blaine Gabbard. Um, Blaine Gabbard, yes. Yeah. Ew. The Blaine Gabbert.
3: University of Missouri alum. Yep.
0: Yes, sir. Next, yeah, next the Drew Locke is a number three. That's tough. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Except Mahomes went to Texas Tech, but go close enough to Missouri.
1: I do think the suspension or the gambling kind of policy is maybe a little harsh, but I think it might come down to, you know, they're at the highest level. You know, the NFL is a business at the end of the day, and these guys represent the NFL. And so obviously image is, you know, very important. And so when you kind of have that image of them gambling on their sport or – gambling on other sports when you know there's, you know, the athletes who work hard and they, you know, they play hard for the teams and they try and win. And, you know, they're the a role model for all, you know, kids out there and all that. I think that's kind of where it also ties into why it's at like the gaming policy and other rules are where they are on these athletes. And I think it kind of, you know, that's why athletes, you know, struggle a lot I'd say with maybe mental health. Cause there is a lot, you know, everyone's human at the end of the day, but there's so much more on them. They're under a microscope, all that stuff. And so I definitely think, you know, and a lot of these guys, you know, I know James Williams for sure. Obviously, he was last, you know, picked last year. So he's young. He was a rookie. Cephas wasn't that much longer. So these are younger guys still, you know, 22, 23, 24, like around our age, you know, making these decisions. And a lot of people, you know, bet. So I just think, I mean, it's obviously unfortunate, but I think it's definitely a, a learning experience. And I, I feel bad, you know, for, for the, you know, these guys involved. And so hopefully, they could come back from it. But yeah, I do think it's a little harsh for sure, but it's just that whole athlete persona that they have and that they have to represent the NFL in mm-hmm. the light that they want them to be. So,
0: yeah, I agree with Charles. Um, it definitely creates a bad look uh, with like a, a gambling addiction. I mean, they obviously wouldn't get punished if they were caught eating candy or something else, you know, cause that's obviously harmless. But uh, when you see players like betting on other sports for real money, you know, like, that would definitely create a bad image for a bunch of all the, like, the kids growing up that are watching them playing as role models so that's that's definitely not something that the week wants to see
1: and I, I think just the term gambling maybe has a little bit more of a negative persona than it can be because of gambling addictions that a lot of people go through but you know a lot of people don't have gambling addictions but since that is a thing i think gambling has more of a negative light than you know what other people you know it's kind of it's different for everyone because Gambling addiction is real and it, it does, you know, hurt people, but so that's where that's where that thin line kind of, you know, uh, for the NFL in this case is where that, you know, I think that's where it gets crossed in their eyes, you know, because like I said, it's representing their image. And so mm-hmm. gambling kind of has that negative connotation to it because of gambling addictions that, you know, a lot of people go through. So okay. that's where I really think it comes down to or something, a decision, these decisions and those rules that they have in place on gambling. So. But yeah, I definitely think I Detroit obviously was up to something. So those those I mean, what four of their guys all eventually gambled. So the staff, this you know, whatever staff was was influencing that. Good thing they're gone. So yeah.
0: I want to see Dan Campbell speak out about it. I want to see him like beat some players up over it. Get angry, <laughs> bite some Extra kneecaps. Of <laughs> yeah, bite off. some kneecaps off.
1: Hey, it's Amon Ross season for the first six games. So it's true. Bro, it's Amon Ra season for the first freaking seventeen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Write them down. Your scorecards for the fantasy football draft. I,
1: I keep joking with Autumn. I'm like, because she's gonna be give me a hard time about the Ravens off which is valid. But I, I keep joking, like, well, you know, to help us out, can you trade Amon Ra to us? Like, we'd take that. <laughs> and she's just like, no. And I just keep joking about mm-hmm. it with her, like, you should trade Amon Ra to the Ravens.
0: No, but you guys have I a. Mean- you guys have an absolute primed OBJ on your team. Yeah, see? It's um, a good
3: transition. <laughs> I'm Just, just real quick, goes. before we go to OBJ, I just want to say I did drop Amon Ra, like, fifth, sixth round in the fantasy draft this year, so. Boo.
0: Big dub.
3: I mean, Boo. I guess if we're going there,
1: did you win, though, the whole thing?
0: Oh, that's right. Matt. That's really
1: all that matters at the end of the day. Um, I did, because I beat Sam.
0: <laughs> I'm not even the winner. I've never even won fantasy. Is, exactly. Anyone who
1: beats Sam is a win. So, Martin, you won too. You that won the season without
0: argument. I'm always a winner. No. <laughs> the the person that won our fantasy football league last year is not even talking with us today. So, we'll have to save it for maybe when he can come onto the podcast and give his thoughts. Isn't
3: Artiga? No, it was Kevin. who right? It was Kevin.
0: And... Yeah
1: i'm not gonna yeah. lie though kevin's he's more just a he's not really a sports guy it's more he's kind of trained himself to be one of those fancy football guys without really knowing sports that well yeah. he's just gotten really good at the game of fantasy instead of like it's, knowing football you know so it's kind he, of he deserved it he'd been close like the past like three years so that's true he's he always something. had good teams
0: he obviously knows something that i don't because i put so much time into fantasy football and my team always struggles and barely makes it to 500 and i've only made the championship once i've never won though it's because oh.
2: you're an, it's because you're an actual football fan so you grow attachments to your players even yeah. when they suck like i do
0: i i know i i need to be more like kevin and just turn my brain off and i don't i
1: need to robotic see, <laughs> dude color.
2: i i started i started kyler murray almost every freaking week <laughs> yeah you did Oh, every no. week, I just want to every say, week Kyler Murray had
3: five points until the fourth quarter, and then he would blow up in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I Just want to say I'm a huge football fan, but did you see any Patriots on my team last year? No, you did not.
2: That's true. Sam did draft four Patriots.
3: Hey, what? you got to leave the four
2: feelings at the door. Four Chiefs. Four Chiefs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they actually decided.
0: did pretty well too. Like I no
1: no they did well, besides my homes, but whatever. You drafted them way too early, anyways. Oh.
0: Well, I also drafted Sky Moore. He he did really good last season for us. He just wasn't really good like fantasy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. okay, yeah. I get you.
1: Started. Yeah, everyone, everyone sucked rookie, fantasy wise. Well. We're talking oh, about yeah. fantasy though. Yeah, well, this he, is was the...
2: so, he was still Sky so Moore. Was Pacheco good. had his Pacheco really had so. his games. Yeah, but like Pacheco was fantasy wise,
1: they all suck. You didn't even have Pacheco, Pacheco on your fantasy team, dude. I,
2: bro, you could have drafted somebody. somebody, somebody scores nine rookie. points for
3: Sam, and he says amazing. that's how
0: bad he is (laughs) they were all rookies man it was a gamble to
3: start well speaking about fantasy it seems like the ravens have a fantasy of signing lamar so they brought in obj how are the thoughts on obj charles well like with the new news that came out everything you give us your whole rundown on obj bro this is your problem now (sighs)
1: I mean, I I talked with we talked with Sam and I did on our when we we did us two and we talked about OBJ mm-hmm. at the end. So I kind of already laid out my thoughts on it. So I won't go too much into that, but I'll recap it real quick though. It's a one year prove it deal. I mean, if it helps keep Omar, I'm i in. If he sucks, I mean, if Omar not even if we're not on good terms with Omar, we're gonna have a bad season. I feel like anyways. So, like, it, well, he's only on a one year deal, so I'm really not that mad about it because we just let him go after this year anyway. So yeah, that, that's my thoughts. I, I think we've also been struggling with our receiving core. I think Bateman still can be something. He just hasn't really been healthy, which that's an issue. The biggest, you know, asset is durability. I feel like, and he's not been able to the stay Raiders, on the field, yeah. but like the start of last year, he was off to a pretty good start with Lamar. He only played in three full games though. Like yeah, he was healthy and that's it. And he had like, two touchdowns and like 300 you know plus yards if he kept that up could have been at a thousand you know for sure but so i think he could be still be something but yeah i I don't know i mean obviously there's the new news of obj being named a suspect uh an assault which was it was uh an la hotspot where a woman went to the police claiming that obj put his hand around her neck but he claims that that's all bogus and the police hadn't contacted him, I guess, is another thing I'd heard. So yeah, who knows, honestly. It's one of those he said she said things, I guess. So uh, if that if he does get found guilty, then that definitely sucks for the Ravens. But yeah. I, mean. I
2: hope I hope it does work out for the Ravens though. Cause I think if you know, if 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 Lamar, you know, just kind of like sucks it up and says, Fine, whatever. I'll do this. I'll do this one year on the On the on the franchise tag, and he's I think I think the Ravens always needed like I mean OBJ is not the superstar that he once was, but he still he still commands a lot of attention on the field. So it's like I think I think a superstar wide receiver like OBJ would be is a great fit for them. We just gotta hope that it all meshes together.
3: Like honestly, for me, I would love it if the Ravens traded for like DeAndre Hopkins from the Cardinals, like that would be fun because then you get like a really good receiver. You can go up, catch balls, whatever. But then if you have OPJ underneath, right. With Mark Andrews and Lamar's running ability, like that's kind of hard. It's almost like, okay, who are you gonna choose? You know? And you have to say, I think bigger news for sure is the Jalen hurts extension. Like he got 200 million guaranteed. Lamar wanted more than that, but you got a younger quarterback Mintz Revolt should have won MVP over Mahomes. Sorry, Sam. Should have won MVP, mm-hmm. and his guaranteed was two hundred million.
1: No, so his I was think for the Ravens one
3: seventy nine. Sorry, one seventy nine. Right,
1: right there. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, well, it was, so was two hundred million.
3: Like two hundred million dollar extension, but one seventy nine guaranteed. And for, as the Ravens, like, it's like okay, that's now the market. Like, and I think they said they offered him two hundred million guaranteed. Don't know if that's true or not. But let's just say they yeah, do. Yeah, that's what at that at that point, if Lamar says no, then if you're the Ravens, you're like, okay, oh, we're gonna move on. I would you know? move
1: on. Yeah, that's that was an, another
3: thing. But I
1: will say, I don't know if that's the market yet, because I think Joe Burrow is gonna get more for sure uh than what Jalen Hurts got. But Jalen Hurts got a, a nice contract. But yeah, Lamar okay. got offered so this was before the season, I guess. So you know how there was a report that it was like they're over hundred million off in guaranteed money. It was like one thirty-three was the number. So this is a report that came out like earlier this past week, which 133 was, I guess, the signing guaranteed money. And then it was up to 200 million guaranteed, though. That's what the Ravens offered Lamar back in September. And Jalen Hurts got 179 for this contract, you know, 250 million. Lamar's was like 230 million, I think, total. But he got almost 200 million, up to 200 million guaranteed money. And he denied that. So that made me a little like, wow, he really did deny that contract which of course it's all comes down to that Deshaun Watson contract. Cause at that time, Mars like I deserve what he deserves plus more. So
2: yeah. But I think that, I think the Deshaun Watson contract too screwed up the entire, like everything, like all like the whole market. Cause like, that's a lot of money to be guaranteeing somebody who did what he did and have all those cases on you like that. Like, I think, I think that's kind of, that was a bad look, but it's like, now everyone's like, oh, this guy's been out of the league for almost three years, and he's getting this much money. I should get double that. Yeah. I, so, I, mean, I, I, think, I Lamar, think Lamar Jackson's yeah. great, and I think I think he's worth every penny that he'll get. I think he takes this. I think he should take this franchise, this franchise tag, whatever. Use it as like a like a prove it. Use it as like a prove it deal. You know, and, you know Maybe they do make it to the Super Bowl, and they do win it, and then maybe he'll get that big contract yeah. that he's been wanting but if he does all over again <laughs> if
1: he does not sign here's the thing I know there's a lot of you know rumor saying he what if he doesn't even play on the franchise tag and like with how I mean of course we got to see after the draft I think that's if something's gonna happen this year with another team it'll be after the draft because then everyone will have their picks so then those first round picks will be for the next year right if nothing happens then I think he has to play because if he sits out his value the next, year you know league year isn't going to be better really if you think about it so i feel like he has to play if he wants to get the the money he thinks he deserves so we'll, we'll have to see a what a happens trade
2: clause, you think you think what, 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 what did you think of the carolina panthers come out of nowhere give them the first first pick
1: i would not mind that but i don't think that's going to happen but yeah i if, i think if lamar's going to go anywhere i don't know i really honestly don't know it's I don't know if a team's going to come in or not. I don't know it's it's a mystery. I really don't know. But Sam, you've been quiet for a bit. Got anything I, you want to say? say? I was going to say I mean, say,
0: you
2: really don't know, Charles.
0: No, I don't. You really don't.
2: Re- realistically, it could it could happen though, you know, instead of like instead of taking the 50/50 gamble on a draft pick, you know, all these teams that are in the top 10 going to draft a quarterback instead of taking the 50/50 on on a on a possible bust in the draft. They could just slide that pick with a few others, get somebody like Lamar. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's there's a whole bunch of possibilities here, and I would actually love to see Lamar Jackson get traded, like on another team. I think that'd be that would be pretty, pretty cool awesome. to see a really big blockbuster trade like that. Yeah, that would be pretty. Wild. A guy, a guy who's pretty much deemed untouchable, get traded.
3: Like, it could be fun. Honestly, it'd be fun to see, like the Colts. I like, think about if you had Pittman. You know what I'm saying? Like you trade. Like the Colts tried, you know what, say, screw it. We want a proven quarterback. We trade the fourth pick and something else, you know, a couple other picks for Lamar. Here's the thing, like,
1: you know, someone like Lamar doesn't – he's there for teams to, to try and get. Like that doesn't happen every day. A quarterback that has done what he's been able to do and the skill set he has, that doesn't happen every day. And it really makes you wonder. Like I said, I think it might be a play on the draft, but – there's really been no traction on any teams with Lamar from what we've heard. And I, like I said, we've been talking about this. We've said this a bunch of times on this podcast It comes down to him, not having an agent that really, I think makes it hard, especially in this type of situation for him to maybe negotiate with other teams for a potential deal. It's just not having an agent. And that's obviously made the relationship with the Ravens a lot worse than it could have been if it was an agent. You know, just put a big strain on it because he has to hear everything that they say about why they don't want to give him what he wants. There's no agent to buffer it. And so I've been saying Lamar needs an agent. I think everyone's basically been saying that, but that's, I don't think Lamar's going to do that because that's not what he wants to do. So he's going to go get really hurt.
2: Jalen Hurts has.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Remember that lady
2: that Jalen Hurts has? Yeah, she's been really good. Pretty nuts at what she does.
1: She's Bailey Zappy's agent. So I I think Bailey Zappy the next star. I've been no, telling he's, Matt yeah, that he's
2: the next one out. He's That's the next Patriots not.
1: great.
3: He's the next TV Absolutely 12.
1: <laughs> Brady's happy.
3: Yeah, it's BZ10, bro. Or whatever BZ it is. BZ4, yeah. BZ4. <sighs> Open well, for business. You know what I'm saying?
1: How we how we doing on time, Matt? We've been it's been a while now.
3: We're yeah. at an
0: hour. Like I right was, now. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we hit the hour mark. Oh man.
1: So. That went by. That went. actually felt like it was. It lasted a while. It didn't feel like it went by super fast, which is a good
3: thing. You know, because I so I not want like, to just. So fly who, by who's it. giving yeah. us the outro? Then does it have to be the Punky Prado?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I, we should let the guest do it. All right, Martin, you have uh-huh. the outro. Yeah, he's got a man.
3: Is there any?
2: Is there anything else?
1: Do we want to just touch up on the boxing, or are we just end it here? Because there was the big we fight did. last night.
3: Matt wants we to did. end it. I think Matt wants to end it. <laughs>
2: Can talk because about the boxing, then it
3: because then it gets Martin back on the podcast again.
0: That's true, yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> no, oh, trust,
2: trust me, trust me, trust me. Me and Matt have been texting almost every day about the Europa League and Champions League. Oh, there's, thank there's, you there's, for there's reminding a lot us. more to be. There's oh, Sam, more be yeah, about. Sam,
0: no,
1: you have a deadline. Did you do that, Sam? Okay, so Martin, Sam has to pick a team in Europe, a soccer team, professional soccer team, because I am. It was Matt and I did this like back in August. I picked Brighton Hove and Company, who's actually not doing too bad as like my team. Isn't and and so Sam has now? to pick a team. And we literally said today you have to do it. So. I have to pick a
0: team. Okay. If you
1: don't, Sam, you're gonna have to do a, a punishment, like maybe playing week. I did, Clash of Clans I did for actually
0: I actually did a whole lot of research on this. Um, I looked at the players that I love the most. Um <laughs> I like Barcelona a lot. Oh, my
1: gosh.
2: Oh, so that's such a cop-out. Brighton, oh. Brighton, Brighton is actually tied right now with me and you.
1: I know zero, Matt's zero, been really. loving it. Matt's been loving Brighton season, so it makes me happy. Sam, that's such a cop-out.
2: Man,
0: what, okay, what team should I have said then?
3: No, 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 no. Hey, hey, it's fine. He can be Barcelona. Just know Munich yeah. owns you. Just saying. Okay. Well, get, why Barcelona? Whatever you say. What are, that? The, what are the reasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Barcelona? Just give us a uh, good answer,
0: and you'll. I like you know. the color red on their shield. They have a little Sweden flag. Um, that's on their badge. the Google images. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> it, it's a badge, it's not a shield.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. Well, we'll keep going. Keep
0: going. Uh, I like I like words that start with the letter B too. I think that's pretty cool. Like um, like like us. Oh my god!
2: Like us too.
0: We're the boys. I think
2: the boys is a pretty good. Oh, uh, uh. he said. He said of all the letters in the alphabet, B, <laughs> a Red, a red the letter B. B that's B
3: that's the one. Good.
2: The letter B is it,
3: bro? No wonder he likes me. My last name's Breckenridge, bro.
0: <laughs> that's right. I wish my last name started with Did you
3: B. truly? Did you
1: truly put in a time to decide a team, Sam? Yes or no? No. I yeah. It's pretty- uh, yeah. Sam, I think you might do a punishment.
0: Man,
3: if, I think we might like have to a, give you a punishment. A
0: team, Sam, you...
3: by next episode, by next episode, you have to actually choose a team. Charles has chosen a team. Martin has a team. If, I have if, a team. If
0: you guys you have to have a team, team. If you guys find a team that like Travis Kelsey and Mahomes will walk up and like do a commercial to endorse them, maybe I will
3: I mean them. other than sporting KC, I mean I don't know.
0: Can I pick Sporting Casey? I thought it had to be like MLS though. I
3: mean, yeah,
0: not MLS. It's MLS. I mean,
3: yeah, you got to pick a European one.
0: There's a STL FC now too.
2: Watching watching MLS soccer is like watching double A baseball. It's like it's not the same. I guess I can see that. All right, Uh, Sam.
1: If you do not have a team by next episode, you will have a punishment, and that is a a guaranteed (laughs) fact.
2: Just go look go look at the. Yeah. Go look at the Premier League teams and go find a Premier League team. Okay. Uh what about Liverpool?
3: You could choose Liverpool if you want. You,
2: can, well, you, you, you can't do it right now. You gotta you gotta actually put some time. Yeah, into no, you it. gotta put
3: the research you that. Can't say that. why yeah. you trust them.
1: Yeah.
0: Assignment completed. I like Livers. No.
1: Livers. <laughs> no, it's just stop. Low. No, no, I no. Like no. We're done. Pools. Martin hit us with the outro. <laughs> Get people. this guy
2: out of here. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the bubble blowing boys or whatever we're calling this (laughs) uh podcast uh it was a lot of fun this week talking about baseball football and sam of all things (laughs) um i guess uh we will catch you guys next week on another episode peace out see you guys